the most connected man in Washington. WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Kane. 1106 AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 955 and AM 750. WSB. We are America. One voice, united we stand. And to all of the naysayers. And to all of those that would like to destroy the future of the greatest country in the world, our message to them is the same as my grandfather's. Them that's going, get on the wagon. Them that ain't, get out of the way. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us. Because we're going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you the facts because we want you to be informed and inspired to help make this a better nation. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Herman, how you doing today, buddy? I am magnificent, but it doesn't sound as if the Export-Import Bank-slash-Highway Bill is magnificent today. Uh, you know, it's interesting. It's a, what, What's the old line that we always say? You don't want to watch sausage or legislation yep. being made, and I think that's very true here. Last night, the Export-Import Bank did win a big hurdle, a big victory in the Senate. Uh, I think the vote was uh, 64 to 29, if I remember correctly. Regardless, uh, a big win to add it to this highway bill that has been put together by Senate leaders in both parties. But even though it advanced there in the Senate, much to the consternation of a number of Republicans, like Senator Ted Cruz, who had led a charge against it, it doesn't seem to be going anywhere right now in the House of Representatives. And this is going to be sort of uh, sort of hard to convey over the radio, but just let's try to keep it quick. The, the, the big highway bill that the Export-Import Bank provision is on, Herman, that will get approved by the Senate this week. But House Republican leaders said today, yeah, you know what, we're not doing that bill. Uh, we're going to vote on a short-term extension of the highway funding program tomorrow, send that to the Senate, and you can wait to deal with that other highway bill until after Labor Day. So the Export-Import Bank wins, but it loses in the sense that its charter is not going to be renewed anytime soon, and that fight will be shifted until after Labor Day, along with a lot of other things in the Congress. How many Republicans voted for that to be attached to the highway bill? Let's see. Uh, 28 voted against it. I don't. I, I, I didn't okay. total up okay. the other side, but 28 of the 29 votes against the Export-Import Bank came from Republicans. Republicans. Okay. Who was the 29th vote against it? Bernie Sanders. Really? How about that? So you have some of the most conservative Republicans standing with Bernie Sanders, or Bernie Sanders standing with them, however yeah. you want to say it, uh, against the Export-Import Bank. Overall, uh, there was an effort as well last night, or there was going to be an effort by Senator Mike Lee and Senator Ted Cruz to force a, a, a battle amongst Republicans on the rules with regards to an effort to repeal the Obama health law. But like on Sunday, when there wasn't the support for Cruz or Lee to try to push amendments onto this highway bill, there wasn't enough support again last night, and Lee actually had to back down and did not even offer that challenge on the Obama health law. As the GOP leadership sort of won this skirmish, you know, the, this ongoing, these pitched battles that have been happening both in the House and in the Senate within the Republican Party, sort of pitting the, the Cruz-Lee Tea Party win against the GOP establishment. So on this one, uh, GOP leaders won this little battle. 
I'm just surprised that that many Republicans voted to add that export-import Oh, I'm thing. not at all. I think, remember, Herman, how strong the business lobby is in the Republican oh, Party. Oh, I see. You they, know, I mean, yeah. think about it. Uh, there's, uh, I, I think, I, I do, and, and this is going to come out the wrong way for a lot of people listening, but I do think the Tea Party wing and sort of the conservative wing of the party really underestimates how important and how powerful the Chamber of Commerce is, the National Association of Manufacturers, you know, sort of that business part of the Republican Party that, that doesn't have talk radio in its hip pocket or anything like that oh it no it doesn't really have its own outlet or anything but it's very powerful and you know remember the trade legislation we went through a few months ago uh, where the chamber and other business interests were very much into that and i think this is another reminder that while some of these arguments against the export import bank might make a lot of sense to some within the republican party there's still a lot of people and with power within the gop who don't see it that way and who obviously have come to blows with the tea party wing of the party I don't have as big a microphone as a Rush Limbaugh or a Sean Hannity, but just like we didn't let people in Louisiana forget about Mary Landrieu reneging on a promise to kill the death tax, those Republicans that are voting to support the Export-Import Bank Bill, we're going to remind voters of that in 2016. Well, I think there's over in the House, I would bet the Export-Import Bank, if it came up for renewal there, would probably get about 330 votes in the House, I bet. So you got a lot of Republicans over there who yeah. would support it. I, you okay. know, I think it's not, again, it's not universal because there are some who uh, who look at it on the business end of things, just like the, the trade issue and more. And obviously, uh, look for uh, for Ted Cruz and others who uh, support him. It's This is a big deal. They argue it's corporate welfare and it needs to be zeroed out, but it's a reminder they've got to still do some work on organizing and putting together that kind of coalition to get rid of something like that. And that in some of these pitched battles, in you know, sort of the, on the on the floor and on these issues, the Tea Party side not as well organized as the business community. I would agree. Now, over on the House side, they're going to have their first hearing on the Iran deal. What do you mean by some local yaps? <laughs> no, I was talking about <laughs> some of my locals might yap about that today. Now, the, the House Foreign Affairs Committee is uh, is holding that hearing right now. Nothing really new. Remember last week we had that first hearing uh, before a Senate committee, Herman, and uh, 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 Secretary of State John Kerry repeating many of the arguments that we heard last week, again urging lawmakers not to deep-six this plan, but it's obvious, and there was a new poll out today that showed an awful lot of support a lot of opposition to the Iran deal. As it stands right now, as we've talked about, it won't be voted on. The resolution of disapproval until after Labor Day, that'll probably be one of the main events. Listen, September, we don't have that many scheduled work days in September for the Congress, but they're going to have to use them uh, very efficiently because we're going to have not only the battle over the Iran nuclear deal, but also they're going to have to pass a stopgap budget to avoid a government shutdown, and they're going to have to deal with a series of, I think the debt limit might even run out in September. September. So a whole host of things coming up this fall for the Congress. Yeah. Well, you know, Karen administration keeps talking about don't deep six this deal, but we don't hear what's in it for the United States. It's all about lifting the sanctions. That's a giveaway. Uh, the restrictions on inspections and inspectors going into Iran. 
What's what's so good in it that they think is so great about it? It was interesting because he began his uh, his appearance today before the House Foreign Affairs Committee by decrying what he said was a lot of misinformation out there about the deal, and he said a lot of attacks that are just using uh, uh, arguments that just aren't true. So I think more than anything else, the administration, I would bet, in the weeks ahead, is going to go more on the offensive and take on some of these uh, uh, some of the attacks again. Remember remember that news conference by President Obama a few weeks ago in which he almost said, "Come on, ask me another question." Give it something else about this deal. Yeah. Uh, I think that you're going to see a lot more of that in how the Obama administration is handling this issue. Again, I don't think it's going to change that many minds. The, the, the basics, maybe a couple of Republicans might fo- vote for it, but almost all of them, 99-plus percent, will be against this deal. And then I think a, a good number of Democrats, not half, but a good number of them will stick with the administration. Presidential candidate Mike Huck- Huckabee says something about this deal that started a media firestorm did it raise any ire up in Washington you know, you know in I the mean capital a little uh, I, I think more than anything a lot of people looked at it as an effort to try to get some tension in the age of Donald Trump where Donald Trump is sucking the oxygen out of the Republican race every single day and it might take something o- a bit over the top to get attention certainly the Republican field there's no difference on what they think about the Iran agreement and uh, you know there was a response uh, at a news conference yesterday in Africa by President Obama on his trip Hillary Clinton said something about it, but it, it didn't. Uh, it didn't make that big of a splash here in the halls of Congress. Well, the media is going ballistic, as you would imagine. The House Republicans want President Obama to fire the IRS chief. What are the chances of that? Oh, probably not very much. I mean, you know, just like if he called you up and asked you to get rid of Shane, you'd probably say thank you very much, but see you later, Mr. President. Thank you very much for that recommendation. Yeah, yeah. they they um they sent a thirty-page letter to the president, which I characterized more as a list of grievances, really against. The the IRS chief. And of course, this all boils down to the Tea Party targeting investigation and a lot of Republicans who feel like that the IRS has dragged its feet, that they have not turned over documents. Remember the whole dust up over Lois Lerner and the disappearing emails and more. So they put together a whole list of things and sent them down to the White House yesterday and urged the president to get rid of the uh, of the IRS chief, a guy named John Koskinen. I don't expect that the president's going to do that. No. But again, it's a reminder no. I think that Republicans want to make sure that everybody remembers what's going on with some of these things. You know, some of these investigations and stories have sort of petered out in the last couple of months. There just hasn't been anything new, even though some new emails have been turned over. But Republicans really argue this has been a major, major problem in trying to get anything out of the administration. Well, I think the Republicans are trying to not let this die in the media, which, sure. is, which is what the administration and the IRS wants. And so it, you know, kind of keeps it up there because they want it to just kind of go away, but it's not going to go away. Uh, there's a anti Planned Parenthood rally going on today in D.C. Yeah, just right? uh, in fact, you'd be just outside here uh, on the on the steps of the Capitol later on today, and it comes as there's another undercover video that's been released by that group that put together those videos about Planned Parenthood. And I think probably in the next few days, we're going to have a vote in the Senate on a plan that would defund, or at least they'll try to get to a plan that would block any federal funding for Planned Parenthood. This will be a reminder, though, as to why the Republicans need 60 votes or even more in the Senate, because I think it will be filibustered by Democrats. At this point in time, there is no plan for a vote on that in the House. Speaker Boehner again said today, while he's absolutely horrified and disgusted by the video, he wants his committees first to investigate it and then uh, come up with something to act on it after later. 
Labor Day. Uh, the House is going to take some votes tomorrow, and then they'll be gone until September the 8th. So basically in the next five, six weeks, they'll be gone. So at this point in time, I think we'll get a vote before senators leave town for their break with, uh, you know, sort of in relation to the issue. But I, I don't think it's going to happen in the House of Representatives. They're going to have a lot to do from Labor Day up until when? When do they take that winter break? Well, Thanksgiving? Uh, no, right before Christmas <laughs> is when it'll be this year. Yeah. Yeah, they, um, that's why, you know what, I, I think it's, uh, as somebody who's been around here for a few years, I, I as much as I love the August recess when this town really just shuts down, yeah. I, I just think you can't do that. If you're going to take a month off, then you got to work five days a week in those other weeks. And, and, and I know that lawmakers always say, well, when we're home, we're working, you're meeting with constituents. To me, the work is done here, on the floor of the House, on the floor of the Senate and in committee. And when you're not here for that length of time, it's sort of like the summer break for kids. You sort of get out of... Uh, get out of your regular work on math and reading and science, and it doesn't really take effect. No, it doesn't. Well, there's no big news about Donald Trump. I understand he's flying over to Europe to judge a beauty pageant. Is that Is right? Is he really? I hadn't yeah. heard that. Well, yeah, something about, so that's why he's not in the top, he's not at the top of the news today, because I think he was on an airplane all night. New poll out today in New Hampshire shows him well ahead of Jeb Bush with, how about this, John Kasich in third place in this latest New Hampshire poll. Second yeah. straight day of good numbers for him. Kasich's been running commercials up there for yes, a while. Yes, sir, he has, and so, so maybe that's having a big impact. You got it. Well, thanks a lot, Jamie. See you, Herman. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show. He won't stop shining a bright light on the IRS, the disgrace at the VA, and waste and abuse by big government. Herman Cain is on with solutions for a better America. Coming up, rapid fire. Food for your brain. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.